0: Hello, hello, listening to the Leadership Woman podcast with me, Jill Samuel. And today you will probably expect a guest. Um, Never fear, there are lots of guests on the way, it's just that I can't edit fast enough. Uh, So today, we are going to look at one of my favorite books, and it's called The Four Agreements. Uh, When I looked at this book again this week, in actual fact, I'd forgotten just how good the book is. And not only that, it was written in the late 1990s, and everything that I'm doing around positive intelligence at the moment also fits in with this book. So, whether or not you've read the book, it's always useful to have a reminder. Um, And if you're new to it, then you're in for a treat. The book's written by Don Miguel Ruiz. I hope that's right. And it's also called a Toltec wisdom book. I'll let you Google the word Toltec. The introduction begins with an explanation of humans as they're born and the fact that we choose very little. We don't choose the language that we speak. It depends where we were born. We don't choose the beliefs that we grow up surrounded by. and We don't choose our name, our moral landscape. Um, but as we grow up, we gradually adopt them. We adopt all of these things. We we make agreement with them. And society and parents uh, and other people, if we follow these rules well, then we tend to be rewarded for them. And if not, we are punished. And he goes on to say that eventually we become so well trained in all of these things that surround us that we don't actually need anybody else's guidance because we will beat ourselves up if we don't follow these rules and also we judge others by them. I've talked about judgment before, I'm sure. One of the main saboteurs with our brain in positive in- intelligence is called the judge. We judge ourselves, we judge others and we judge our circumstances. And what this book and Positive Intelligence are saying is that it's toxic, it's poisonous when we do this judging, particularly when we judge ourselves. The grand assertion in this book is that we should throw away all of the other agreements that we've made while we were growing up and maybe just adopt four Just hold on to four agreements. He says that we have to be very strong-willed in order to maintain, in order to keep these agreements, but that our lives will be transformed for the better if we do. So what are these agreements then? The first one is called be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word. We don't think a lot today about when we give our word for something, but it used to be a very honourable thing to do, my kids would say, in the olden days. Um, You'll see in old films, people give their word of honour. When we go into a courtroom, we give our word. We swear that we're going to tell the truth. In the Bible, it says, in the beginning was the word. I don't know whether you're religious or not, but the Bible was written a long time ago. So this idea of your word um, was important then. And what this book is saying is that it's just as important now. And we need to be careful how we use our word and how we use words He says that our minds are fertile ground, fertile, and and they have been prepared for certain types of seed. And I don't need to tell you that there are some of us who our minds are prepared and positive and we're always on the lookout for, for the positive things in life. But sometimes our brains are prepared to hear the worst. They're ready to hear those conspiracy theories. And there are certain unscrupulous leaders throughout history who have used words against us, who have used words to divide us, to cause hate. And so we have to be careful that our brains, our minds, are primed, primed to look for the positive things to look for the reality of things. You don't have to go back too far. Well, in fact, it's still being used. This idea of take back control uh, was used throughout the Brexit idea. Uh, immigrants are taking our jobs. These kinds of words are used in order to create uh, hatred. And what they do is they cause the brain to have this defensive to go into the negative type of emotions. They are indicating some kind of threat. When I was at school, there was a saying, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. And I always thought that was a strange uh, saying, because certainly when I was a child, words could hurt you. And... If you were told that you were stupid, if you were told that you were wrong, uh, if you were told that uh, people no longer wanted to be your friend, words could definitely hurt you. As the world gets faster and busier, I think we're starting to use our words loosely. We are making commitments lightly. And those of you who are in the Aspiring Leaders group listening to this uh, will know that (laughs) if you've said that you want to learn and grow, if you've said that you want to do a six-week course, then I will be there encouraging you to honor that commitment. If you say you've changed your mind and you want to leave, then that's totally fine. But I will... For as long as I believe that you've made that commitment and you want to keep it, I will be there to help you keep it. So this is probably the book that has made me quite passionate about the fact that if you make a commitment, then you keep it. John Maxwell used to say, if you start something, you've committed to finishing it. And actually, he was quoting his father, This is the way that he was brought up. So just thinking about all the myriad of things that are out there to sign up to, webinars uh, and things like that, what we tend to do these days is we sign up to something on the basis that we'll go if nothing better comes along. And in some cases, I suppose that's okay. But we get used to the fact that it's okay to say that we're going somewhere and then we change our mind if it becomes too complicated or we just don't feel like it. More often than not, it's because we just don't feel like it. So what I think this book is saying is be careful with the commitments that you make. I try to be very careful when I'm deciding what I'm going to go to. If I'm not particularly sure not particularly interested in an event, then I won't sign up to it in the first place. Hopefully, if I've signed up to your event, you can be sure that I'll be there. So, um, if that's not been the case, then, then contact me. Going back to his first idea, then, in the introduction, that uh, as we are raised we are surrounded by everybody else's thoughts about us. Uh, we don't have to agree with them. Somebody can give us their opinion about us, but we don't have to agree with it. Uh, this is the same for feedback. Uh, it's u- feedback is useful. I'm the first one to say feedback is useful. And when it's given to us, we need to say thank you. But after looking at that opinion or listening to that feedback with blameless discernment, remember, not with judgment. If we decide that actually there's nothing useful there, we don't have to agree with it. Just before I finish, I want to link this with the first law. John Maxwell wrote a book called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth and the very first law is intentionality. If you want to achieve something, then you have to go for it step by step. You have to work for it. Nobody accidentally becomes successful. Even the overnight successors, when you look into their history, they in fact spent years and years practicing whatever craft it was. So when I'm asked what's the criteria for joining the aspiring leaders? Group, it is. Are you intentional? Are you able to commit to coming on a course one hour a week for seven or eight weeks? Can you commit? We reconvene on the 9th of September, and somebody in the group said, But that's a long time ahead. I can't really say what I'm going to do. And I said, Well, that's fine. If you don't want to join, then just let me know. But the only criteria for joining that group on the 9th of September is that people are intentional and they are going to commit to turn up every week. Now, life happens. Occasionally, there's an accident or something and somebody won't make every week. But I can guarantee that you won't make every week if you don't set the intention in the first place. There's not even a strong commitment in the first place to turn up every week. So I hope I've given you enough things to think about. With this, be impeccable with your word, always use your word, the words to other people. Use them with integrity. Try not to judge people. Try to be positive. And remember to keep your brain looking for the positive messages. Keep your brain, cultivate it the fertile ground so that it is always looking for the positive words. And in particular, avoid using it against yourself. So I hope you enjoyed listening about this first of the four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. I will do the other agreements um, at some future podcast or three future podcasts. Uh, if you have a comment on what I've talked about today, then please put the comment in podbean or wherever I post if you've got a question that you'd like me to answer or a topic for a future podcast then also please let me know um, but I'm just so grateful that you've listened today and I hope that it was valuable See you next time thank you.